Giselle, I'm going to call you on bullshit. What bullshit? That you don't want to do your perfume? No, I'm doing my perfume. Don't worry about me. But she has the day planned. To which I thought you would jump on the perfume. Sweetheart, I'm all over my perfume, but it's her day. Are you really? Stay out of my business. Stay out of my business. No, you, you're not in my business. You were in my business last night. What you're doing Every is wrong. Every time I turn around, you're talking about my business uh, partners oh at no. Every Hue uh, Beauty. I question you about it. Let's talk about why. Let's talk about... Uh, we oh, all no, know no. that Ray wants to be what Eric allows for a Oh, girl, please. <laughs> okay. Please. Giselle, you have not been a good friend to me. These girls. I love it. What a great scene. I love it. I love it. I love this it. This is the Housewives of Potomac, right? Yes. Okay. Our girls, Maryland. Shout out to Maryland. And shout out to the black Gil- Bill Gates. Bill Bates. Okay? Right. That's his name. <laughs> Who don't got no problem with paying his taxes. Mm-hmm. Or getting that money. What's raised is raised. And bag. what's mine is mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I don't have problems with the IRS. Are they still in Virginia? Um, You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is the season back? I don't even know. Mm-mm. But it's on the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out soon and very soon. Okay. But yeah, that uh, <sighs> our girls. Yes, that was from the Housewives of Potomac, okay, <laughs> or Potomac. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> How are you selling? Like instead of Target, it's Target. Target. Okay. I got you. I'm following you. I'm following you. Yes. <laughs> Hi <up>, guys. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Yes, uh, welcome another back. episode another of the Hung Up Podcast, where what you may be doing is wrong. <laughs> okay. Right, spread, spreading business about people's business partners. Okay, okay. <laughs> At every what hue beauty? Mm-hmm. What is it? What is that? Giselle's makeup line. Oh, yeah. Every hue <laughs> beauty products for every hue. Okay, every hue beauty. Okay. Nice. Yes, every we may need to call you out on some bullshit, <laughs> but we'll never hang up on you. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on the Twitter at E. Dante Cole. <clears throat> Damn. <clears throat> Not well. Together. Do you need a Los Angeles? <laughs> no, I'm good. Guys, find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. Send your emails to hunguppod at gmail. Thank you so much for everyone who has reached out thus far. We would love to hear from more of you. Yes. Hit us up. And, and you can easily get to us. Go to our Insta page. Yes, do so. Hit email. Hit call. You got a couple of different ways that you can drop us a message. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. Amen. And last but not least, chickens. Thank you guys so much for the ratings, reviews, and comments. Keep them coming yeah. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can find a man who might want to sleep with Erica Lyles. <laughs> okay. Who is Erica Lyles? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, Giselle's business partner. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, Giselle's very messy from what I remember oh, on the yeah. show. Since season one. She's a messy, messy girl. Mm-hmm. Messy girl. <laughs> she needs a napkin or a bib. I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was like on or something. That's why you picked this out, but whatever. Mm-mm, no, it's not on. Oh, okay. You said it's coming back. Yeah. Cool. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm feeling a little 
weird this week. I've had some small T traumas. You know, Tumblr is taking away its porn. Come December seventeenth, everybody is like yeah, I'm a little traumatized. <laughs> and um, I did get pulled over by the popo yesterday. So you stress know, I'm again. Just, I'm really stress on stress. Yeah, but you know, a bitch is still do bad. Do you need a lozenge? Um, I do kind of need a lozenge. My throat is having a little, <laughs> you know. So. You know, just different stressors, but I am here, and I'm glad to be in the service one more time. I'm glad you came out of that situation, like, unharmed, Mm -hmm. you know, not, you know, involved in any type of, like, altercation or back and forth with the police, because for any black man, that's, you know, that's scary. Okay. I didn't pull a Miss Sophia. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) License and registration? Hell no. (laughs) Like, no, it's not a laughing matter. Please don't pull it, Sophia. <laughs> Please don't pull it, Sophia, if the cops pull you over. It's okay. not going to end well. Okay. How about you? I've been good. I took myself out on a date. Oh, nice. So that was really fun. You know, I, I really got into it, too. Like, I took an extra long shower, yes. gave myself a nice little shape up. Oh, my goodness. Shaped my beard up. Like, I really got ready. Yes. I took myself out. It was cool. Um, Sat and read Jennifer Lewis's book. At the bar at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh. And and scarfed down some some steak. It was really, really good. So good. Love yeah. the cheesecake. So I enjoyed that. And other than that, spent some time with the homies over the weekend. And, you know, that was really cool. Um, it's just really nice when you can get together with your people, mm-hmm. pour a little something, and just be. <laughs> Not a whole lot of extra shit, you yeah. know. And, and, you know, it's just it, it can be just a couple people. It don't have to be a lot of people. <clears throat> but, you know, I just really enjoyed our discussion, and it's actually going to come up mm. a little bit later when we get into the topic. But I left feeling, you know, a little lighter. Nice. So, you know, I would say that's a, a friendship quality that I really fucks with. Yeah. And all y'all listening share, too. <laughs> Look for you a friend that can it help you feel you lighter. Okay. <laughs> Find you a man friend. Find you a man friend. <laughs> Who can make you feel lighter. Yeah, because it's a lot of ways. Yes. It's a lot of ways. And besides that, I finally got my tennis trophy for winning the championship for the fall. So I was really, like, excited about that. Yeah. Because it was a moment of reflection because I realized that this is actually my first tennis trophy. I've gotten maybe a couple, maybe two or three certificates before um, for, like, good sportsmanship or, you know, great participation. Thank yeah. you, Eric, for being But this one you on got because you won. But this is because I won, and it just really felt good. And it sucks because it's freezing cold, but I'm waiting for a nice day to get back out on the tennis court and take a picture with my trophy. Mm-hmm. With my tennis shorts, you know, so y'all can see my knees and shit <laughs> and be cute. <laughs> cute. With my trophy. So that was really cool. Nice. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah. Listener feedback? Well, Tyrell, one of our faithful listeners, left a comment on SoundCloud. Hey, he Tyrell. left a sub Tyrell, faithful listener. Thank you so much for your feedback. He left a comment on the, um, let me see what episode this was, the Birds and the Boys episode uh, that we posted back in September, late September of this year. And, you know, we really sat down and we talked about basically what was the birds and the bees version that we got growing up and, you know, kind of, you know, how that impacted our trajectory 
into adolescent years mm-hmm. and into adult years. So it was it was a really great conversation, and Tyrell fucked with it, and he left a comment saying, uh, "Very great talk." I think, in regards to our parents, we have to hear their stories, not as our parents, but as women and as men. And I think we mentioned that, mm. not, you know, putting too much on them because they're a parent. But that's a lesson I feel like we learn when we're a little bit more mature. Mm. When we're children, no, you're my parent. Like, you're my hero. Like, I get all my lessons from you. I feel like it's not until later that you realize that your parent is also a person, yeah. just a, you know, a, a human being that can that is prone to make mistakes. So, thank you, Tyrell, for that comment. And let me see if you say anything it's about sex because the attitudes we have about sex are seeped in our roots. Okay, all right, Tyrell, they're seeped in our roots. So, I guess he's saying that it starts from home. It starts from the beginning. Like yeah. those those foundations build. <laughs> so yeah. they do. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Tyrell. Thank you, Tyrell. Thanks, Royal. And continue to send your feedback to hunguppod at gmail.com. Feel free to leave a comment like our homeboy Tyrell did on yeah. SoundCloud or Instagram. Or go ahead and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That yeah. would be great. And guys, give us a call. We want to hear your voice sounds. Yeah. I want to hear what like, some of you sound like. Y'all said y'all like our voices. We want to know what y'all voices are, too. Did they say they like my voice? That's a one-sided comment. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I kept a file. <laughs> you have a good... Speaking of which, I'm keeping a file on the police. Voice. I'm going to sue them. Okay, so let's, okay. let's go back to that. No, You're looking not. for a lawyer? I'm just letting you know. I'm, I'm just letting the listeners know. The police I'm department. I'm letting the listeners know that okay. P. Ryan is looking for a lawyer. All right. So Talking about your taillights are out. No, they're not. A lawyer and a man. Okay. So I, that was Maybe driving, one that can do both. I was driving while black. It's scary. Oh, it's so dramatic. Didn't we have like a brief conversation about like our interactions with police? You brought up yours and you know that happened in St. Louis. Like mm-hmm. that shit was scary. No, that's literally why I don't like interacting with the police. Like I was shaking when I saw the lights because again, got pulled over in Triggered. St. Louis, like right after yeah. the whole Mike Brown thing. Like it's very serious to me. But now that I know that they pulled me over and my tag lights were indeed not out, okay. Well tell the people how you found out they weren't out. Well, I don't know about... I didn't even know where the tag lights were. But Eric... My so you had to call on a I had brother. to call a man. A man. Okay? <laughs> I had to call a man well, named Eric. Yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. And he just... Yeah. He opened up my trunk and he saw that they were both working. So thank you, Eric. Praise God I didn't have any salad in my car. Like Respucia said, I just needed okay. a little adjustment over here. Yeah. That's all Patrick needed was a little adjustment Adjust- in the back. There was nothing wrong. Listen, I need adjustments with more the lights. I, and that's, okay. that was the segue. So go on. Anything else you want to say about no, that? No, I was just saying I'm glad I didn't have my okay. salad in the car. Oh, I was saying about that was you needing adjustments <laughs> in more ways. Uh, in more ways. If anybody would like to adjust <laughs> my tail lights, where can they reach you? Hung up out at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, you wanted okay. to come in the main box yes, so I can see it. So we can sift through <laughs> together. I like that. See, that's fancy. Ooh, all these all these things will will come up here in a few minutes while we get well. A few, few well, it's gonna come up now. I was about to say, to about? like a few minutes. Like we got shit else to do. The evening is let's, late. Let's, let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so, oh, were you about to say something? No. Oh. <laughs> So this week, something that came up a few times was, do you know? Do you need to p- kind of pause and check an association that you might have with something, 
or someone. Mm. So the first time that this kind of hit me was I was driving in my car, grooving out to Erica Badu. I was listening to her album, New America, part one. Mm-hmm. And I was the song Me came on. Like I said, I'm grooving. I'm feeling good, getting my life in the car. And it's like toward the end of the song, she says, the lyric goes, I salute you, Farrakhan. You are me. And, you know, I have to be completely honest and, and trust. Like, I love Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. And I really respect her as an artist and for her body of work. And I have mad love for her fat belly Bella. <laughs> but I couldn't help but to acknowledge that that line for the first time, which is kind of weird because I've listened to the song so many times. And it's crazy how we could watch something, read something, listen to something and hear it 10 different times and get something different from it each time or learn something new from it. Mm-hmm. This was just that kind of situation. I've listened to this song so many times, but for whatever reason, this particular time, that lyric stood out to me. And I little I had a little bit of pause, really, because like Farrakhan, like, I don't really fuck with. <laughs> Mainly because like he don't fuck with me. Like my existence as a gay black man, he has some really strong opinions against. And, you know, I can't really get with that. Like and he mm-hmm. says, you know, a lot of other things that I don't I don't get with Farrakhan has said some other things that I was just kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. Or maybe I did agree with a little bit. Right. So it's kind of like weird, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't, you know, help but to kind of like sit with this and just kind of had this moment of like, damn, like I had to check my association. Mm. I mentioned this, you know, on my check-in, how I had to sit down. Um, I met up with my homies over the weekend. And sitting down with them and just talking, you know, I they, they had a connection with a friend. And they were all friends until someone broke up with another person. Mm. And so now things are sort of weird between the three of them. Or it was weird and they're, you know, they're working, they're working through it. But just another example of, you know, an association kind of having like, an effect on a moment or a a, a relationship in in that particular example. Going back to the whole music thing, I think this does happen a lot in music. You know, we love the music, we love the beat, but then the artist attached to that music or, you know, just or a piece of work or a thought-provoking essay, just as some other examples. They may have some opinions that we fuck with and then they may have some other opinions that we really don't fuck with, like being homophobic Mm -hmm. in the examples that I just used. And what's interesting is like, I remember this coming up on this show a couple of times because I remember saying to you, if we started unpacking and unfolding and unraveling everybody's thoughts and opinions about everything, Mm -hmm. we probably end up disliking everybody. Including ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) The library is open, in case y'all didn't know. (laughs) But that's real. Like, you know, we'll probably end up disliking a lot of people, even people that we consider close or that we love right at this moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's especially true, you know, when it comes to mainstream hard pressing issues like religion the economy or go back into you know to this example i just use uh sexual orientation or gender or mm-hmm. human rights those are like really sensitive sensitive topics that can really divide people but i don't know it's just kind of like this weird uh what's the word i'm looking for 
it's like a weird space to be in. Yeah, yeah. When you have to kind of think about your association with the different with something people. or someone. Yeah, when. Yeah. They're associated with something or they believe in something or they live by something that you may not fuck with, but that's just like a piece of it. It's kind of like people in Kanye. Mm. Right? Like him yeah, his music, wearing the MAGA people, hats yeah. and like him hanging out with Trump and stuff. You know, people have been very, a lot of people have been really adamant about like not hanging out with him. But then when it spreads out, like, do you then cut off Tiana Taylor? Do you then cut off Kim? Do Associations you cut can off? spread out very far. Yeah. That's a really good point. Like, mm-hmm. when do you stop checking yeah. an association? Right. Right? Because I, I can say I still follow Kim and Courtney and all mm-hmm. those people. And right. Chris, you know, love Chris Shutter. Right? A lot of so, people do. So when do we cut those people <laughs> off? Like, with Erica. A she, lot of people still follow Kanye. Yeah. And still love him. Like, nothing has changed for them. Mm-hmm. However, he's now associated with these other things that you just mentioned. Right. That a lot of people stop fucking with him because of those things. Like it's Or when people want to go out and be banji, right? You know, the city girls kind of made their mark on pop culture. Yet the city girls are extremely homophobic, right? So do we cut those people off too? Like what does that say about us if we continue to listen to them? So are they extremely homophobic in the present sense or have they been like they said homophobic things? I just want to be clear about Sure. They said homophobic things and then when it was brought to their attention did not apologize for it. Oh yeah, true because I saw the tweets that the Mm -hmm. one Risha. Yeah. Is she the one that's incarcerated right now? No, JT's incarcerated. I mean that doesn't matter either way, but okay. So she, I did see her comments. It was about her son. It involved her son, right? Well, Risha's comments were about her son, I think. Okay. And she just didn't apologize for it. She kind yeah, of she was kind of like, work. what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I said what I said, basically. Mm-hmm. So you brought up music, and, and that was like the example that we started with. But I think this happens a lot. And, and I just wanted to bring up a few other places and get your opinion about mm-hmm. where these issues arise with associations like let's just get right into it like with the skit friends you know this happens a lot you know especially in in circles you know where things maybe don't work out with a few friends Mm -hmm. or you know half the group breaks off but you stay friends with certain people who don't fuck with people that you fuck with yeah you know what i mean that i've seen that disrupt relationships mm-hmm. as much as people want to be like oh it don't matter like who they friends with i really feel like that it does matter yeah in more cases than i mean it, there are probably some cases where it doesn't you know really matter and when people say that it's a, a, an honest and genuine feeling mm-hmm. but i think when it comes to the friends especially our close friends not just associations as far as friends I think their association, the the people that we are close with and that we love, their associations with a lot of things matter to us, Mm -hmm. whether we admit that or not. No. And I think that's, yeah, I absolutely believe so. I will just say, if you are associated with something or someone that I can't really rock with, more than likely you are not my close friend. I'm going to just put that out there. Right. And I hope like we can be clear right so if you um are extremely homophobic or anti-black or um what have you 
more than likely, I know I can take you, but you not take you so much, right? Or I know, like honestly, I'm as I mentioned in one of the episodes previously, I'm not one to cut relationships off per se. Like I'm not really a but you'll trim them. I will trim them. You'll okay? trim the fat. Okay, and that means I know there are a lot of people who mess around with people who I don't really. AKA Rockwood. move accordingly. That's right? what I was trying to say about trying to fight. Right. Yeah. Move. I move accordingly. You know how to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a really <clears> deep <throat> conversation um, with someone I'm relatively close to one time. And, you know, I was trying to process, you know, what do you do when you're cool with somebody who's cool with people who you don't really rock with, right? And that person just said to me, you can, contr- you, can control you, but you can't control them. That's and, true. Yeah, that's what and I was just kind of like, all right, you're right. That's true. Right? But my feelings are going to be my feelings, though. My feelings are going to be my you feelings. You can't be mad at what my feelings are then. Like, I'll own that because mm-hmm. that's very true. Mm-hmm. But also, like, when my feelings are, I can't really fuck with this no more, you can't really be mad at that shit either. But this is also why I can accept that if that is the case, then I can accept that we're not close like that. Mm-hmm. Right? So the people who I would call in the midnight hour, the people who are like really my ride or dies, we're on the same page. I'm not going to run around with people who don't f with you, and you're not going to run around with people. <laughs> Come who don't on, f run with around. Me. Yes. And that's just, that kind of is what it is. I'm okay with that. I love it. We can still have good times. Cheers to the girls' weekend. In the words of Nene. <laughs> nice. Well, let's just keep it going. So, like we we talked about friends. What about at work? situation you cool with the boss right you might even be in line for a promotion but what if the boss did some grimy shit to a close friend at work or a you know a close associate at work Mm. listeners i want to know what you saying when y'all sit down for lunch and it's time to dish work tea whose side you gonna be on you gonna be on both you gonna be on your friend's side you gonna be on your boss's side you gonna play the fence what do you what do you do in that situation you play the game. So you said you're up for a promotion, right? Yeah. Let's okay. say you up for a promotion. Did you, you say that though? Yeah. Or did I just hear nah, that? Nah, nah, I did say that. Oh, okay. You get that promotion and then you try to advocate for your friend once you got the bag. Okay? Because you can't do nothing when y'all on the same level. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> you can't. What you gonna do? You gonna try to speak out to the boss, the next thing you know, y'all both got fired. Facts. Okay. Also, I'm very weary about work friends talk about it okay because i am too i remember okay when i worked in retail i had work friends right because you know everybody friends in a real in a retail job well you kind of have to because it's miserable yeah so you bonded in misery you 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 come to work for friends not to be at work (laughs) when i first came back to philly i had a job in public health and i was friends with all the black people even till this day you know we were all cool right um and that was kind of a thing too yeah we tried to come up against the boss because the boss was on some bullshit right Nonprofit work okay but we had to wait till some, one of us got a promotion. You know? Mm. We couldn't all be kind of just like the worker bees saying, this is bullshit because they will put us all out. <laughs> right. Okay. You gotta be strategic. Yeah. Luckily, my career path that I'm on now ain't really no friends because I'm seeing people all day. Right? That's the beauty of therapy. My friends mm. are my clients. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. Well, not really because <clears throat> dual relationships. Let's be clear. <laughs> And I would just say to like those friends who have friends at work that, and this can be difficult, like when it comes to like organizational structure, when your friend is in a different position than you are, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would just say like, be mindful of the fact that like, it's a game. 
that they have to. It's a different game that they have to play. It's a game that that you probably don't see, and you know, I'll just leave it at that. You know, hopefully these, you know, those quote unquote friends, and like P Ryan said, I think we should be really careful about creating friends at work that could go really well and can also really backfire on you, um, depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. But understand and respect where your people are, even if it's not a work friend, a close work associate. Because that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do spend a lot of time at work. We spend more time at work than we do doing a lot of shit. Mm. Especially for folks out there who work, you know, 40 plus hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you, you spend more time with people at work than anyone else. A lot of times, your family members, your own family members, your loved ones. Real? So, we do have close work associate, associates. And I think it's just respect people where they're at. Cut people a little bit of slack. But also... See shit for what it is. Mm-hmm. Know when somebody trying to play you. <laughs> and read the 48 Laws of Power. It tells you how to deal with folks in higher positions at work. You know what I mean? So, can we move on? We can move! Let's go to family matters. Do we check our cousins, our nieces, our nephews, our fathers, our mothers, our grandmothers when they are, you know, quote-unquote, quote out of line on some shit or do we just chill out of, you know, respect or deference or, you know, maybe when it comes to family shit, sometimes you just got to choose your battles wisely mm-hmm. <laughs> and you only step in and speak up when it's absolutely necessary. I say family matters because that's very different than when it comes to friends because yeah. family is blood. Like, what say you? I say I choose to fight. I choose to battle each and every time. So if I hear something wild, I'm going to call it wild. I'm going to just call it what it is. Depending on what it is or no matter what it is. So far, my track record has shown no matter what it is. Okay. And sometimes it's really uncomfortable, but it doesn't have to be like, ah, you're homophobic. Okay. Like, no. <laughs> if I hear something, I'll be like, wow, that's really homophobic. Yeah. And kind of just let the air set. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, with family, I try to be much more open. I don't know. I think I do. I'm pretty sure I do. My actions have shown that I do. I feel like you've had more practice at it because you've been doing it for a while. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I feel like that's something that's more newer to me. Mm -hmm. Newer as in the past, like, three or so years, like, starting to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's still a process for me. There are things that I will speak up on, mm-hmm. and there are things that I'm just like, whatever. And honestly, when it comes to gay shit, sometimes that's the whatever. Yeah. Especially when it comes to my mom, because after, like, you know, having come out to her over 10 years ago, and nothing has really changed, mm-hmm. I'm just convinced that she is not going to change. Like, right. she is married to. The idea that she has in her mind. And most of the time, it's just not somewhere where I want to go. Yeah. It's all her. based on experience, right? And so I don't even think it's because I've had practice because I don't think I have had more practice. I think I've just maybe been put out there more, right? So I really haven't had a choice to like 
go with the flow or stand out, but or or battle, quote unquote, right? But I've because of the situations that I've experienced, I've kind of been on display in different settings. Gotcha. So if gotcha. you're on display, you might as well use your voice. Gotcha. Dope. By the way, can you tell the listeners what our drink sponsor is tonight? Yeah, guys. So we're in the festive mood. We, we are have eggnog and Jamaican white rum. Okay, <laughs> it's really good. Bringing Thank us you. back to the Christmas season, or Thank bringing us, so ushering much. us into the Christmas season. It ain't past, but it's almost here, <laughs> and it's about to leave. Yeah, Very this is cool. my dr- winter drink of choice that I will have um, once I find a partner. This is going to be our winter drink. Okay. Yeah. You just can't fuck that night. Yeah. Yeah. We totally are. You're just fucking, in, I mean, you're just drinking and talking. Oh, hold on, wait. Rewind? You can't after you, you know, you just. Who can't? Like, you can't fuck after you drink this. Who can't? You gonna fuck. This is gonna push through like hours later. Oh, shit. Okay. 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 I know my body. <laughs> I know my body. Hashtag I know my body. Yeah. How many have you? Can, How many of you that? Fatally. Hashtag, I know my body. That shit ends fatally. <laughs> but listen, if you a real nigga. Yeah, you. <laughs> Hashtag, you a real nigga. Oh my gosh. Okay. Feel free to chop this up if you don't want to. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, holy ghost. <laughs> so. So, so we we really, we were just talking about the black church, and and that's really where I wanted to end with this is you know not just church but really other political issues like I mentioned before, you know where we may have certain similarities as people, um, or as family, or as work, or as friends. You know we have those similarities, but. Then we also have these differences that, you know, are really strong enough to pull us apart or, or cause, you know, seeds of discord, you mm. know, as our as our Lady May. Lady May. <laughs> I, you know, today at work, I like to listen when I can, because sometimes I can't, because I need to focus. But sometimes I like to listen to the uh, Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Break. Mm-hmm. Breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> Sometimes I like <laughs> I like to listen to the Breakfast Club. Uh, you know, while I'm working, especially depending on what artists they have on, because you know their interviews can be you know entertaining mm-hmm. and very informative too, depending on who they have on the show. But I was looking today and I noticed that Sandra Bland's family and more specifically her sisters were going around promoting the documentary Mm -hmm. that just came out on Sandra Bland. And I am going to... I need to watch that. I don't know if it's HBO or if it's... I don't know. I have to find out where it's at. But I definitely plan on watching it. I bring this up because, you know, as I was... I was on Twitter, like, last week just looking at... Because I saw people were kind of anticipating the documentary coming out. For different reasons, some of those reasons are more obvious than others, because this was a huge story mm-hmm. that impacted a lot of people, right? But then I also saw a, a, a very large percent of the community, and I mean, the, you know, the LGBTQ plus community retweeting and talking about the fact that she was extremely homophobic. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I didn't know that. 
Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that Sandra Bland had those thoughts and those feelings and those ideas. And apparently, not only did she have those thoughts, but she was very strong and very vocal in those thoughts. Mm-hmm. I still, I don't even know if I am going to use my energy to go and look. I mean, I guess for purposes of talking about this <laughs> on the show, maybe I should have gone and, and tried to, you know, pull up and, hey, you guys listening, maybe you want to go and do some fact checking to see if that was true. But I did see quite a few people tweeting about that. So maybe there is some validity to that. <clears throat> Again, conflict, mm-hmm. right? This is ma- like, and this is like one of those big, big conflicts because we cannot deny you know, that her story is meaningful and it needs to be heard. And what happened to her was sick and just crazy and twisted. And there's still a lot of questions that the family doesn't have answers to, mm-hmm. you know, and we feel that, you know. And I and I remember when she died, I, I, I felt that. Mm-hmm. I remember tweeting about that and I posted something on Instagram about her. I think it was 19 or 14 was the number that... You know, I posted and everyone was posting because that's how many times she asked, why was I being arrested? And she never got an answer. So that went viral. So I was there. I felt that emotion with Mm -hmm. everyone else. Right. Then I heard that she was homophobic. And it's just like, I can't. Again, I'm taking it right back to where this conversation started. Yeah. I was in the moment grooving to Erica Badu. And then something happened that made me go, oh, wait, what? You know what I mean? And what I want to say, before I ask for your opinion on that, the last thing I want to say about that is her story is so important that I don't believe that it's appropriate to like convolute that with her being homophobic. Mm -hmm. But what I also believe is that we can't ignore the fact that she was homophobic because a lot of people have lost their lives. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. To someone being homophobic towards them. And the last thing they heard, what, well, I don't want to repeat it, but some derogatory statement. You know what I mean? Same thing I mentioned with Farrakhan. Like, he has said some wild shit <laughs> about gay people, especially mm-hmm. gay men. You know what I mean? Like, he's... <sighs> How do you balance it? Or is that the balance? I remember one time, P. Ryan, you mentioned two things can happen at once, and it's important that we recognize that two things can be happening at once. Is that one of these situations? Yeah, so you just kind of said what I was going to just suggest. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, you can acknowledge that she was homophobic, but then you can also acknowledge that her story is important right Mm -hmm. last week we talked about unconditional love yes i know that the show didn't get released because the enemy tried to attack (laughs) maybe we'll release it one of these days in the future you never know but (laughs) throughout this conversation i've just been thinking about unconditional love and how um a part of it that we talked about was like unconditional love is not controlling someone else so right it's allowing them to think what they want to think it's allowing them to um, believe what they want to believe and voice that belief right at yeah. the same time unconditional love to yourself is not allowing yourself to be sucked in and pulled down and um, completely shifted from someone else's opinion excuse me from someone else's opinion right mm-hmm. so in answering how do you find the balance between that 
we can acknowledge that she was absolutely homophobic. We can also acknowledge the level of distress that we feel based on that homophobia, right? So if it's not and we choose to prioritize, you know, the importance of her story or her narrative over her homophobic stance, okay, cool. What if, if, yeah, go ahead. And what about the opposite? If the opposite people can do that right that's their it's your choice life. it's your choice yeah, right yeah. similarly you know this is going to be a wild take and you know people may not rock with it but if you choose to prioritize kanye's music over his political stance that's on you yeah. same as the flip i think so often we get caught up in kind of like everyone else's opinion that we begin to lose and we spend Part of our countless hours arguing right. someone else's opinion right. when they can have that. So, yeah, I believe <laughs> totally check your associations, right? right check the right. people who you're affiliated with and see how what their opinions are, what they be- what their beliefs are. Yeah. At the same time, check and see how much you align with those beliefs and then you act accordingly. Don't expect everyone else to. Focus on oh. you. Yes. So... So with that being said, my final thought for this conversation, which was a great conversation, thank you for mm-hmm. taking part, P. Ryan. Thanks for having your girl. Is that I'm still an American Badu fan. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that Damn. album was the vibe for the rest of the week. And I really enjoyed it. And I think, you know, we should definitely pick our battles wisely when it comes to this and a lot of things in life. You know, when we choose to stop and interrupt and boycott and sound off, you know, when we feel the need to, you know then we do. And I think that's what's important. You know what I mean? But this will happen. When that will happen will differ from person to person. And that's my takeaway from the conversations that we got to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the balance. Amen. Thank you, P. Ryan. Thank you, Eric. Did you have a final thought? I felt like you you already said it, but... Yeah, no, I think that was it. A- <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to wrap up the show. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Hey, hey guys, we're so. back. <laughs> and it's that time, our favorite part of the show, P. Yes, Ryan. the hung up or hanging up. I'm going first this week, right? Yes, you are. All right, so this week, P. Ryan, and to all the listeners, I am hung up on our girl, Miss Donna Brazil who sat down with Wendy Williams this past week. And let me tell you something. She was in full character. Oh, she was cutting up? <laughs> she was cutting up because she was drunk. I saw a lot of comments. Oh, on, she was drunk. Well, I saw a lot of YouTube uh, comments. People were like, oh, yeah, there must have been two wine bottles in the green room. Wowzers. And I believe it because she was really, you guys got to watch it. Like, she, <laughs> face was beat down to the gods. And she had... A partial or or a third partial, according to Miss Brazil, because Wendy asked her about her hair because she doesn't have the little fro curl back. Mm-hmm. She has like a nice little. Here, let me just show you real quick. <laughs> oh, she looks great. And when Wendy asked her, like she was like, "Is that all you? Was that a partial?" She was like, "It's a third partial." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's how she described it as a third partial. So shout out to. Miss Donna, she was definitely a full mess, but we love you. And poor Wendy, you know, she really had no control over the situation. (laughs) And after about 10 minutes, she just gave up and let Donna do her thing. And I was really just, I'm hung up on it. And I posted on my Instagram story where she was just like, 
Wendy asked her, she was like, Donna, are you a sorority girl? And Donna's response was, no, I pledge to Jesus. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm hung up. <laughs> yes, a churchy mother. I a live. A churchy mother. Here's, I stand. Here's a little clip. You guys need to check her out on um, YouTube. When you have good sex, Wendy, now I'm not a leading expert on sex. I'm just a leading expert on the experts that are sexual. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. They say good sex help with blood flow. It help release uh, hormones. And that gives you a certain kind of glow. Now, how can you go in there and say, I swear to tell the truth, nothing but the truth? Eh. Um, and, and when you know the night before, you called out God because it was that good. You didn't say, oh, that was good. Oh, God. Oh, My kind of girl. Need to check out. My kind of girl. Miss <laughs> Donna Brazil. Yes. I'm hung up. I I think I am too. <laughs> okay. What about you, P. Ray? Well, uh, that was a blessing. <laughs> okay. But all I have to say is I have been at every powerful table you can think of. They're not that smart. Okay. They're not. Michelle Obama. Okay. <laughs> she said this on a recent interview. And when I tell you I just continually stand for my auntie, that's she's all speaking I have to the say. truth because it's the okay. truth. And you guys, let yes. that sit with you and mm-hmm. think about it. When you go to work tomorrow, <laughs> yes. and you're sitting in that conference and that in that meeting where they talking about the same shit they was talking about last week, mm-hmm. think of let, let that sit with you. Yeah. And think of Nene Leakes when she's like, you're dumb. You're not smart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two messages, one meaning. All right. All right. Thank you for leaving us with that, P. Ryan. No problem. Guys, oh, this has been another episode oh, of the Hung Up Podcast. Yeah. As Bye, always. You guys. I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and lay Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-M. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E, that's E, Dante, D-A-N-T-E, Cole, C-O-L-E, all one word. Come through, Akila. Look me up. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D and on Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. Yes. And send us your emails and all your feedback. We would love to hear your feedback about tonight's episode. Let us know how you be checking your associations. Yeah. And, you know, go back and listen to the categories. It was friends. It was work. It was family. It was music. It was, you know... Gays in the black church. If you were gay in the church, we would definitely love to hear your feedback um, or any other political issues. We would love to hear it. Send it to hungapod at gmail.com. Yes. And thank you guys so much for your ratings, comments, and reviews. Keep them coming on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can find a man mm-hmm. to give you a good sex so you'll be prepared to take oath the next day. <laughs> okay. Have you under oath speaking the truth? All right. Donna said, why wouldn't you let the, the world truth. know you had some good sex? Make sure y'all go check her out. Mm. I stand. <laughs> I stand. All right, y'all. We see y'all next week. Bye. Peace. Bye.